if not for nothing, watching Fab and Jada battle back and forth, and then on top of that, Jada getting lit, them two niggas just remind you of like your cool uncles. The ones that bought you your first pair of J's. Like, your mom was like, I'm not getting you them shits. This nigga turned around and had them shits at your door. You know, just, it's the way Jada got so lit, it was crazy. And that combination of Ciroc and Duce is super crazy. I'm not even trying to touch that with a 10-foot pole. I know July 4th coming. We not celebrating that, but we, you know, celebrate just having a decent time and being safe and being healthy and, you know, wear your mask and chill and social distance or however. Ain't nobody trying to get lit like that. But damn, I'm trying to get lit like that. <laughs> I mean, it's... In this time that we live in, man, it's just, it's crazy to sit there and try to get lit like that. Ain't go out and have a good time, because there ain't nowhere to go. Can't go to the beach. Can't be around a whole bunch of people. It's tough. It's really tough. It's really tough, and then it's, and it's, and it's, it kind of, it's kind of like a, a party, even like a, shitting on a party. It's like, it's horrible, man. Summer, it's just—it's not even—it's not even how summer is supposed to be. When we was young, you thought of summer like we didn't—we wasn't conscious that summer started June twenty-first. When June hit, it was summer. June first hit, it was summer. It was summer, and it stuck with me. At 31, like, when June 1st hit, it's summer. I don't know, June 21st, okay, that's another day. But first day of June is summer. It's not still spring. <laughs> and, and you know what I'm saying? Look at Jada, man. Man out here in full yellow suit. Full yellow. Flyest nigga out. Fab too. So, <laughs> that jump was, I mean, that brought me back, though. That, that, that battle was good. Them two got classics for days. Go on my Facebook page, I done made a playlist, man. Some of them jumps, they ain't even played that I put on my playlist. I wish they did. And they probably did. I, I did catch it a little late, but I did watch it over again. So it still was definitely something that um, is appreciated. I appreciate that. That took me back to before. Where you get the album, but next week a little mixtape come out. Like, music is kind of freestyles. Bootlegs out there. Crazy, you know what I'm saying? 2004, man. And it just reminds me, it's like you think about this year, and with all intents and purposes, this year is shitty. But I, you know, it, I can't do nothing but think about 
early 2000s where I was like, you know, I was like a teenager and I'm coming up listening to these albums and a wide range of music is everywhere. It's just like, it's not just from one section, it's like everywhere, like everybody listening to everything. I'm listening to this shit from Atlanta, I'm listening to shit from New York, I'm listening to shit from Houston, I'm listening to shit from Cali, I'm listening to shit from my own city. You know what I'm saying? It was everywhere, it was a universal thing, and it's just like, wow, it's like, and maybe, and maybe, you know, maybe this episode I am going to this. Maybe I am. I, I have done a conversational piece about early 2000s versus 2010s, but it's just like, y'all let me reminisce, you know what I'm saying? Let me, let me, let me reminisce. You know what I'm saying? Let me do my thing. Let me let me think about times when I was young and shit like that, and, and you know, shit that made me happy. Cause, and hopefully, if you listen to this, it makes you happy. Make you remember some good shit too. Because um, with all this shit going on, I mean, you have coronavirus, you have racism. You have what my homegirl just told me with a Sahara sand dust. Sahara sand dust. West Nile virus in Florida. It's like... Did we really come to 2020 for perfect vision or maybe in hindsight? Maybe it's a... You should look yourself in the mirror and see what type of things you need to fix. Maybe. 2020 perfect vision. Hindsight is 2020. However you want to spend it and stuff like that, you can look at it as an optimistic view. I don't want to go stir crazy and look at it as a pessimistic view. Or at the end of the day, I'm still going to say 2020 is shit show. I know we had, we know we just in the middle of it, but it's just like. And I look back at it, it's just like, what? Me and my personal life, I have gained, I, I have a lot of gains in 2020, but it's just like, how, how can I celebrate it when it's all this shit going on? How can I appreciate it a little bit more with all this shit going on? I do appreciate it, and I'm, I'm blessed. But it's just, like, it's... Hopefully the second half of the year, and as we go into the seventh month, hopefully the second half of the year is way better than the first half. I mean, like it or not, controversial call as it may seem, the NBA come back in a month. But then it's like it's tainted because damn near 20 players got new cases of corona. It's like, how can we, like, watch basketball? Like, are they going to play? Like, I guess we're going to see our stars play, but it's just like, are they going to get corona playing together, being amongst each other? I mean, you look at a normal NBA basketball game, 
it's like 12 niggas playing, like, well, 12 niggas on the team, five to eight are in rotation that normally play the games at night. Got coaches, assistant coaches, people, referees and all that shit. It's about good, without the crowd and everything, it's about a good 50 people between officials, players, assistant coaches, all that. It's about good 50 people. So I don't know how that's going to work, but they're going to play in a bubble. It's going to look like a glorified pickup game. But I'm cautious. But then I'm not going to be faking shit and say that I'm not happy that it's coming back. Because I am. Love to see some basketball. Love to see some sports. Shit. I just want shit to get back to normal, man. Like, wake me up out of this dream, snap my fingers, take me back to the future, move me back. Something. That's just like... What makes me happy nowadays is, honestly, the past. (laughs) I mean, think about it like this. You know, sports coming back with the NBA and everything. Certain, you know, gradually, I don't know, can they say we get back to normal? No, more cases keep coming out. But it's just like, 2020 is just like, ooh, ooh, okay. I'm just going to take it back. So think about 20 years ago, 2000, right? Going through some shit. Being in 2000. those who are old enough or who remember it was crazy just trying to get to the year 2000 Y2K um all the computers and the lights and then everything gonna shut down and everything gonna be back in 1901 shit I feel like I'm at 18 something in the 18th century man I feel like I'm in 1865 with a pandemic and racism and all this shit. I feel like twenty years ago, I'm damn sure wouldn't have been scared to sit there and see if shit go back to nineteen hundred. I know we not time traveling, but I mean, thinking about that, this was crazy because I'm sitting here reading and listening to all this stuff, and I remember it vividly as me being like 10, 11 years old. I remember literally being on the news on Y2K, Y2K, me liking wrestling. <laughs> I'm like, Nick Chris Jericho is a mastermind. How the fuck did he? He from the future. He from the future because Y2J. Huh? Where this nigga come from? And for those who watch wrestling when you was younger, now I sit there and watch it for the nostalgia purposes. But back in the day, I did not know where Chris Jericho came from. So it was just like, I ain't know he was from WCW. 
I'm trying to figure out where this futuristic nigga came from. Why is his name Y2J? When Y2K is coming at the end of the year. Naive and young as hell. I'm just trying to figure out where the fuck this nigga came from. <laughs> Cause he ahead of his time. He's from the future. But you know, you know, being young and you know, being young, being impressionable, impressionable and you know, having my Nintendo 64 at my disposal and playing games and all this and stuff like that, it's just like, like, is my Nintendo 64 gonna fuck up? I got some games saved on my, on my, on my, uh, Rumble Pack, nigga. I can't lose them. WrestleMania 2000, bro, like, I got to the King of the Ring. Man, I was almost at the Super Bowl, man. Like, I ain't, I don't think I had a live. NBA Jam 2000 was like the best basketball game on 64. I don't care what y'all niggas say. But it was. And, I, and like I said, like, I'm, I'm thinking back, like, me wrestling was at an all-time high for me. 99-2000. Music was at an all-time high for me. 99-2000. Recently, I have been watching music videos and just listening to music from 2000, 2001. To me, 2001 is like the best year of music. Craziest year. Tragedy. Aaliyah passing 9-11 in 2001, but the music was great. So, you know, most of that music and albums that came out in 2001 the singles had to come out in 2000 shit I mean just recently they had on MTV they had the VMAs from 2000 Sean and Marlon was hosting them because Scary Movie just came out around that time and it was the biggest thing right there like looking at that you know just reminiscing so it's just like I'm, I'm taken back by the things that I was used to taken aback by things that I missed because I was young and impressionable in 99 and 2000 2001 and stuff like that and just nothing is of originality nothing is catching eye catching now it's just like yeah I would sit my ass down and watch an hour block of Martin and yeah I'd probably sit down and watch a Fresh Prince and Jamie Foxx so listen to old ass you know 2000 years ago you know, oh, you just yeah hell yeah fucking listen to shit man and don't get me wrong that shit that's out that I love music wise it's things that I you know certain songs I carry out the day with that came out this year last year and stuff like that but it ain't um, it's not what came out in 2000. It's not a classic. 2001. It's not. So yeah, I'm watching the old shows and yeah, I sit there and think about how the first Ant Viv is way better than the second Ant Viv. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I mean, now, yeah, God rest his soul, James Avery. First-hand Viv, you know, talk cash shit about them boys. 
And it is what it is. But everybody knew that the first thing they did was like on it, cool, hip if you want to use that word, whatever. Um, strict, but cool. And shit happened. She popped up and she wasn't in no more. <laughs> and then, you know, you have this kind of passive, aggressive, like, I'm not going to get in too many confrontations or I'm not going to really speak my mind, so I'll just be quiet. Type of life to feel and kind of made her I mean it made feel that like the strong person he was he was a judge he was you know superior court judge he was this he was that and he was a big figure in his household the first thing I did it was like evil second it was just like that's the man of the house. And I, uh, me being young, of course, not really understanding and watching it now, it's just like, mmm. Okay. But just growing up, living single, shit like that, man, it's just like, you look at that and it's just like, hey, man, all that shit is very different. Because you're looking at it from a different perspective. looking at it from a different perspective and you're looking at it from like a older perspective than you was just sitting there and looking at it and laughing and it was a joke but it's funny as hell and like certain seasons I was sitting there and watched Fresh Prince I will say the first two three seasons tough when they switched Aunt Vivs, couldn't stand this season. Couldn't stand this season. I couldn't. The last two seasons, funny as hell. Martin, I can't stand the first season. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. When Martin got his tape line straight, shit started getting funnier. Had that circular shit. Mm-mm. That first season, I ain't careful. Around around the time that nigga started singing with Jodeci and on, until like maybe the last season, I think for, that was two to four. Those were the best seasons from mine. James Fox show I can watch through and through. Wayne's Brothers. Um, Shit on now, shit on now as we speak. But it's just like, you gotta realize that shit was hilarious. But some of them seasons was whack as hell though. Second and the second to the last season of Wayne's Brothers. Okay, we now we're talking. But a lot of first seasons weren't that good. I mean, and. I'm talking about this because, unfortunately, there's no type of black show on TV right now at all. And then you got to sit here and watch 
MTV2 or BET. I don't, I don't watch BET. As celebrated as this man is, I get tired of watching House of Pain. My opinion. Sorry. I did watch House of Pain when it first came out. I thought it was decent. I thought it was a little different. Different playing, sitcom and stuff like that. Seasons, a lot of fucking episodes, and I haven't seen all of them, so I'm good. But ain't no black shows on TV like that. The last one that really made me excited about watching black sitcoms on TV was like the Carmichael Show. It only lasted for like two seasons, and I remember watching the first season. And then it took them two years to come out with a second season. And after the second season, they canceled it for no fucking reason. Like Marlon, that was on for one season. Real, that was on for one season. They only last for one season. Like, why? I don't know. Um, If, I guess if our social medias had like paid services, maybe they'll watch them. I mean, I don't particularly care to watch or listen to Steve Harvey, but hey, man, he did a lot of great things for the culture. He on Facebook watch with the show. Smart move. Very smart move. Um, but other than that, ain't nothing else on TV. Represent nothing that goes on around here now. Nothing. And I'm talking about like, I remember watching, and me, you know, I'm just different. I just look at different things. Like, remember when Moesha first came out, and Brandy was like everything. Brandy was crush, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But as you get older, you watch them shows, and even watching them shows now, Brandy was annoying as, excuse me, Moesha was annoying as fuck. My honest opinion. Moesha didn't dabble in too many people's business. She always had a problem. She complained too much. She felt like she was super entitled. And it was like, dang, like, catching this shit when you're like an adult and realizing that your crush was like the nagging ass girlfriend hurts your heart. Hurts your heart. Fine as hell. She was annoying as hell. And when they switched up the scene, Ray J came through, and that was her cousin, and the final was her brother. Like, why they had to make Frank like that? Why they had to do Frank like that? The man was like the the quintessential strict dad. Now he's the strict dad who cheated. Why you got the? Why you gotta make him like that? That's kind of fucked up. I mean, little suspense, I guess, whatever. 
Yes, it was, but after that, maybe somewhere. Oh, well. I just remember that. And she was like, ugh. Like, damn, man, it's just... Living scenes with things like that, you watch that, and it's just like... Funny and shit, but... As you get older, you go through these situations, and they, you know, they, they kind of, like, prepares you for this shit. A different world. For those who went to four-day colleges and stuff like that, HBCUs, prepares you for that. Ain't nothing over here like that. A BT, like, you think about it, like, me then, like I said, I have an episode about BT and the stash, too, so go check that out. But just, like, remembering what BT used to be in, like, the late 90s and 2000s. Informal, entertaining. Yeah, okay, you had hours and hours of blocks of videos. So what? And if y'all hear that creaking, that's my chest. I don't even trip. But, um, who cares? I mean, the videos was a video, so it is what it is. But, um, you had shows like Teen Summit that talked about teen issues and stuff. You ain't got that shit now. If you had that shit now, you think a lot of these teens would be dead from shootings or killings and things like that? A lot of teens have kids. Yeah, no, they wouldn't. It'll happen. I'm not saying that it won't happen. Um, I'm not saying that one TV show is going to stop that from happening. But it'll make somebody look and be like, man, that's wow. Maybe I should watch what I'm doing. Maybe I need to take heed to what they're saying. Sports show like that, hey, maybe BT But it's just like, okay, you got these shows that come on now, these primetime shows, and it's drama and suspenseful, and it's cool. But what, what are we, what are we learning? You don't even play videos. Like. <laughs> I mean, you go to YouTube, and that's cool. I. But back in the day, BET was too because if you think about it, it was kind of like, man, I hope my, I hope they play this video, they play this song today. Ain't you looking for it? Just like with YouTube now, if you put on one song and they have a playlist, YouTube on it, and they'll curate that playlist and be like, damn, I ain't never heard this shit before. Add it to the playlist. Add it to the playlist. But it's just like BET was like that because you're looking for that song, you're looking for that video. Like, oh yeah, they about to play this shit today. But it's none of that shit on TV. And you have a person like me to sit here and just reminisce for a second about the things that I appreciate it. Hell, cartoons ain't even the same no more. Like when I was young, yeah, you looking at me, you sitting there, what you doing watching BET, a comic view, all this shit, and all these TV shows. And let me not forget the TV shows like The Parenthood and, and, and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like 
you, the cartoon's not even the same anymore. It's not even no cartoons that I wouldn't even be remotely like so quick to watch except for Rick and Morty. And that's my shit. That's my shit now. Rick and Morty is the shit. You hear me? Rick and Morty to me is how I used to watch Daria back then. And you were like, fuck man. And real ones know what Daria was. And real ones know that Daria was a... Daria was a vibe. Daria was a time of peace. And it's just like... Definitely way before a time. I'm coming home, walking home from school. Fifth, sixth grade. Dara used to come on three and three thirty. Back to back episodes, and it's just like I'm watching this, and now mind you, Dara's in high school, and I'm watching this joint like it was like. Like, I know what the fuck was going on, but some of that shit did help me in high school. Like, however, whatever, and, and me being the type of person I am and liking different things, watching Daria, being in high school, reminding myself of those things. And, like, of course, I was in D.C., my high school was nowhere near like that. But if I was, like, in suburban neighborhood where Daria was fictionally at, I'm sure the high school would have been like that. But I remember that, and it's just like, I, man, I got the box set, bro. Like, I'm, I'm team Barry all the way through and through. You know what I'm saying? So, call it what you want. That was my shit. Um, but, like, all the things, like, nothing catches the eye no more. It's like you have to sit there and pick through the dirt. To sit there and find a gem of something. Like, why is it so hard to hear good music? Why is it so hard to find a good show? It, it, it is. It's very hard to do it now, but 20 years ago, bam, to hit TV show, bam, hit song, bam, hit album. Everything was hitting back to back to back. And you didn't know where to choose from. You didn't know what to choose from. You didn't know if you want to watch this. Nah, that, oh, that shit about to come on. Oh, nah, that about to come on. Shit, I'm about to watch that. I got to stay up and watch this. Yeah, take my ass to sleep after I look at something. Just, honest to God, truth. And it's just... If I was to ever get that opportunity or whatever to sit there and create some shit to where I can put up to the forefront, be able to have content that child fuck with and stuff like that, I would do it. I mean, if ever was BT was to sit there and ask me what would a 31-year-old do with the network. Bro, I'm be mapping that whole shit. Keep some of them shows on there. But then again, put some of the shows that we fuck with. Like, none of that shit that's on, uh, the shit that's on there now, okay, 
it's cool, but you really get tired of watching the same thing. I really get tired of watching the same movie. Get tired of, like in movies twice before that. BET don't even show no more. So many great independent movies and stuff like that. Now I know they have streaming platforms for that, but it's just like back in the day, this was what we looked at BET for. But everybody, you know, got a streaming, you know, platform and stuff for us to sit there and get that from, and that's cool too. So give me, give me BET for a day. Matter of fact, give me BET for a month. I'm just trying to, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to run that shit to the ground. And I know it's everything now. It's just, like, internet and social media and stuff like that. But, man, come on. I have BET. I'm going. It's crazy, It's so crazy how everything retro comes back to light. And I mean, it is what it is because none of the shit that we dealing with in 2020, I'm not saying that that shit might be wrong, but it wasn't so prevalent. This shit didn't get out of hand. Shit was a little different. And maybe people hid their true feelings of colors and shit like that behind them and other things. But man, this shit got out of hand. Yeah, I sit back and just be relaxing and be like, man, damn, like, what if I was this age in 2000, like, or, like, in my mid-20s and stuff like that? Like, everything used to go on, man, like, everything was going on, like, amusement parks, live events, free events, freak neat, spring break, all that shit was tough, like, even watching, like, and I kid you not. If anybody know anything about hits from the street, this shit was the most original and hilarious shit ever. It's like watching clips on YouTube. Like Saturday, I was just chilling and I was like watching like old clips of hits from the street, and I hope I don't get nobody like get somebody to sit in there and take them shits off of there because whatever. But Looking at them shits, man, them shits was hilarious. You think he was able? He think he would be able, be able to do that shit now? No, he would get beat the fuck up. And unfortunately, that is the reality that we live in. But back in the day, it was just like, bro, went on that bullshit, man. He went on no dumb shit. He was sitting there joking with people. People didn't take offense to it. People weren't super sensitive. And maybe it's because of the sign of the times. And people are sensitive. And people don't like to be fucked and stuff like that. I understand that aspect of it. But back in the day, bruh, hits. Go to your college. Go to your college. Run up on you. Jump with you. Jump. Uh, pull a rank on you. Whatever you want to call it. Funny as shit ever. And it's on YouTube. Nigga even went to Benedict. So... For my uh, SC listeners and stuff like that, the man went to Benedict. And he pulled up on probably your older cousin. 
the older brother or something like that. They've been lit. This shit was the most hilarious shit ever. Hits from the street, man. That one used to be three to four. Rap City. One of them and Pop. Then a movie. Shit, man. Shit, man. Like, don't get me started, man. Because, I mean, just even sitting here talking about it, just reminiscing it, it, it angers me, but then it makes me happy that I was able to catch that stuff and, and, and see it in real time. Now, I didn't capture it and record it like some people mean. Man, you're... You're a real one for sitting there and capturing and recording that time period where those shows were going on, but it was just like, when you were watching it in real time, it's just like, this is not going to end ever. And if it did, it did. And then you wish it didn't. <laughs> but he, I mean, like, he's just doing this spring break, going down to people's colleges and all that. <laughs> He wouldn't be able to do none of that shit now. None of the colleges would even allow that to happen. None of the people would even allow that man to sit there and let him let himself get off, or let him get off with the jokes and the shit that he did back in the day, or talking about people because it's just too sensitive of the time. It's too sensitive of people that we have. And it, and it just wouldn't happen that way. And unfortunately, and, and he, he, he was in a pocket to where he was able to do that before things got different. He was in that end of the 90s, early 2000s pocket where he was good. And now mind you, like he still had to deal with 9-11 and things like that. He was still in that pocket, man. That shit was the funniest shit ever. So if you on YouTube, you ain't got shit to watch on TV because you really ain't shit to watch on TV, put in hits from the street. <coughs> and just watch the clips. It's not a full show, but just watch the clips. This nigga was hilarious, man. For real, like... I don't know, man. It's just... And you sit back and you just think about shit, it's just like, I don't know, hopefully, you know, this too shall pass and things will get back to normal and maybe we'll have a different theme. And in the midst of it all, man, I'm going to sit here and do my due diligence to uh, create content, you know, whether funny, <coughs> thought-provoking, um, make you think make you have a discussion, make you have a conversation. And like I said, I'm coming with the guests too. And you know, things gonna be different, man. I, I got a whole new set, like, everything gonna be different, man. We got the visuals and everything. So it's just like, I can't bring everything that I talked about on this um, conversational piece, but I'm gonna bring it all together. I definitely am gonna bring it all together. Um, so fuck with me, man. I ain't, I'm just trying. I'm, I'm out here trying to get y'all content to listen to. Like I said, <coughs> excuse me. Hopefully y'all reminisce. Hopefully y'all think about the stuff that I was talking about and stuff like that. And you got your own memories of cartoons or black TV shows and stuff like that. And one thing too, my wife and kids, 
what's funny? I don't know. I like if I like the dumb kind of daughter versus like the cool black daughter. I mean, like Claire was the first season, two seasons and stuff like that. Claire was like real cool. She was like that middle child that you know that middle daughter that was like cool cute like boys and all that shit but it was just like once they changed it to claire to a little lighter she's a little itchy and slow it's like <clears throat> you already had that character so why would you make you had that character in junior so why would you make the daughter like a female version of junior just a little airheaded he needed somebody to kind of be the fine sister that Junior had to stick up for. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would have had did it like that. My wife and kids, to me, kind of like a hit or miss. It's a cool show, but it was a hit or miss for me. And I fucked with Damon Wayne's heart. It could be funny as hell, but it was a hit or miss. But other than that, man, still a great show. Still something that could work today and a lot of those shows could work today especially Moesha it's a lot of Moeshas I know a lot of Moeshas in real life <laughs> it was just like and uh, I'm, I'm really just sitting back reminiscing and I'm and I do that every so often like like I said like if I sitting in you know me on YouTube you don't really really need cable I'm really on YouTube you on YouTube and shit and just be looking at old shit and it's just like listening to old music and stuff like that that's me that's all the way me I'm not saying I'm the culture but I have my own style my own thing and <laughs> I appreciate a lot of shit. I mean, not forget, like, the say about the bell and shit like that. But that's, a lot of people ain't fuck with that eye. That was my shit. Sorry. So the trains would come on and fucking NBA inside stuff and all that shit, man. Cool stuff, man. Cool stuff all across the board that we had options that you could watch. Saturday morning cartoons, man. Let me not talk about it, man. I'm, I'm getting too beside myself. But um, if you enjoyed this episode and taking a journey and step back and just reminiscing on a little bit of childhood and stuff and thinking about things, just remember like 20, you know, it's like 20 years ago, old as hell, like maybe even 25 years ago. Crazy, hope everybody in good spirits. Hope everybody is chilling and everything. And um, like I said, I hope you like this episode, man. I I, I kind of dipped into my bag a little bit about some of the things that I fucked with when I was young, and I definitely 
enjoyed it and I definitely enjoyed talking about it and I definitely hopefully you enjoyed listening to it and reminiscing and going back and trying to find a lot of this shit because that's what I do I do it <laughs> when I get a chance to I go ahead and see if there's some old episodes or whatever comes to my mind of what I want to watch you know what I'm saying but you know that's it man another episode of seven no gimmicks I probably, you know, I probably ain't introduced it on correctly because I was so engulfed in just remembering a lot of shit. So if I didn't, you know what time it is. We sell no gimmicks around here featuring yours truly. Back with another uh, amazing conversational piece and ending <clears throat> another great conversational piece. So um, until next time, y'all stay safe. And then if y'all don't want to stay safe, stay dangerous. <laughs>